Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I just wanted to do a quick correction, and I wanted to also discuss, um, again, this is coming from my own background, growing up with someone who had PTSD um, from combat in Vietnam, um, and I, gr- I also grew up with someone who dis- talked about PTSD probably three days out of the week my entire life, and they still talk about it um, because they have it from combat. Um, I also, and I wanted to s- kind of get into the difference between um, PTS and PTSD because I've never really delved into ways of thinking about post-traumatic stress and how that can really help you if you look at it in just the right way versus PTSD, which is something I still identify as having complex PTSD. Um, I still use the D on my PTS and I'll explain why I do that. But I initially wanted to do this podcast episode because I misspoke yesterday in relation to something kind of minor in your, probably in your opinion, but, um, one of the books that I mentioned yesterday, um, I misquoted what the title was and I didn't want to misquote something. I don't like doing that. Um, so I thought I'd be punctual and come back on and correct myself. Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and just start out and say, The reason I wanted to discuss PTS is because in relation to yesterday's episode, when I put the Chris Cuomo video up about um, the UFO whistleblower who was, um, they leaked that he has PTSD, Chris Cuomo was very smart in using, he used the term PTS. He said some, some, nowadays some people use the term PTS and that's true. Um, And I wanted to point out some of the differences in this. So... The whistleblower, he has PTSD. Um, A lot of times that can be from one or two big, traumatic, horrifying events. Um, So he was in Afghanistan and probably saw a lot of brutality. Um, His friend died. His friend took his life. Um, That was very emotional for him. Um, You know, there's things like that that can occur that really alter your mindset, your worldview. Um... And that can be PTSD. Mine is complex PTSD, so mine is long-term trauma, um, which is almost like growing up in a cave and there's no light inside, and then once you come out, you don't know how to function in the world with light. Um, That's one way of kind of looking at it. But complex PTSD is long-term trauma, and mine is from childhood. Um, So you kind of grow up in a a world where things don't make sense and it I think it highly impacts your amygdala part of your brain which in turn impacts your frontal lobe which in turn impacts everything um particularly your I would say your irritability your anxiety those are just a couple examples your learning ability um and then so PTS the thing I wanted to say about PTS versus PTSD I don't know if I've really delved into this a lot before but Um, I think it could probably help a lot of people. So I identify as complex PTSD. And I prefer that because I do think 
that it can very much be a disorder in your life that can be um, you'll that you could have forever. I have heard people say that there's new studies and there's new programs and training. I don't know if you want to call it training, but types of uh, therapies that you can use. And after four treatments, um, they say your PTSD can go away forever. A certain percentage of people. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if I believe that. If it has worked for you, that's wonderful. Um, the woman who diagnosed my PTSD, my complex PTSD, she's a licensed clinical professional counselor. She has massive training with trauma and um, drug abuse. Um, and she's very, she knows what she's doing. She diagnosed me after two sessions and she was spot on. Um, and she is not of the belief that it goes away at some point. And I don't know that I am either, but Hey, if, if it, if it does, if it did for you, that's great. Um, but for me, I'm hanging on to the D the word disorder, but I did kind of sit down and think about it really deeply today. And I thought, you know, what could be the benefit of calling it PTS, post-traumatic stress? And there is a huge benefit. And one of them that I wanted to share this podcast, it's the purpose I'm doing this podcast tonight. The benefit is, if you think about it like this, so like, let's say, okay, so my so a couple of my triggers, one of them is when people's behavior doesn't make sense, or if I'm a situation pops up, that it alone doesn't make sense that can trigger feelings of incompetence and that that comes from my my learning issues when I was growing up which again I just stated comes from stress and anxiety um, comes from trauma um, which affects your brain and so the post-traumatic stress if you look at it as let's say someone's laughing at me and I don't know why they're laughing at me or there's an inside joke and no one will tell me what it is and it's making me wonder why are people acting like this um so those are are just a couple examples that's something that would bother me um so if you look at it as if you think you're you're like you're being triggered or you're getting a lot of anxiety look at it as you're having a moment of post-traumatic stress So you're having stress from whatever your past trauma is. And for me, it's that it's that situation that's occurring right now. It's it's reminded me of nothing makes sense. I'm an idiot or, you know, I'm incompetent. I'll never understand the world. Everything's hopeless. You know, like that's where my brain would go because it would just be it's a trigger. Right. But it's really an example of post-traumatic stress. So that's the stress happening from your past trauma, post-traumatic stress. It doesn't mean that you have to live every single day feeling that way. You're having a moment where the trigger is happening. And I thought, you know what, that could be extremely, that's an extremely helpful way of looking at it as rather than saying to somebody, you're triggering my PTSD, you could say to yourself, I'm having a moment of post-traumatic stress. And if you know what your triggers are, you know, then you can learn how to deal with them. Um, The other thing I wanted to mention um, is, so one of the books I mentioned yesterday, because I I like to study um, criminal profiling, I think it's really interesting. Um, And again, it doesn't have to always be about psychology, and a lot of times it's not. It's more about behavior in relation to 
what a crime scene is telling you. So what is a crime scene telling you that the perpetrator did? And what does that tell you about what, where they may be coming from, what they might be thinking, which that could be the psychological angle, um, and what they might do next? I just think it's really interesting. Um, but criminal profiling. So yesterday I read to you a title, and I misquoted it, so I wanted to correct it. And what I said the title was, was The Mad Bomber and the Invention of Criminal Profiling. And I think it's actually titled The Psychiatrist, The Mad Bomber, and the Invention of Criminal Profiling. But the main title is Incendiary, and it's by Michael Connell. Um, and again, I, I, just, I just think it's interesting that, um, that behavior analysis, um, like the FBI... There's another book I checked out today called Mind Hunter by John Douglas. And John Douglas was actually the inspiration for... Jack Crawford, who was the FBI kind of behavior expert in the movie The Silence of the Lambs. He was the one that taught Starling and assigned Starling to interview Hannibal Lecter and all that so they could catch Buffalo Bill. Um, But Mindhunter, the other book I checked out, again, that's by John Douglas and Mark Olshaker, Inside the FBI's Elite Serial Crime Unit. This is kind of like the heart of criminal profiling i also really like a woman on she's on youtube she doesn't do talk shows anymore because she got sick of them and she just said that i think today or a few days ago but um her name is pat brown and she has several good books too she's the one that wrote the book i think i mentioned around christmas time i was reading it the book about cleopatra and how i think it's called the murderer or the death of cleopatra or murder of Cleopatra might be titled the murder because she doesn't think Cleopatra took her own life she says a woman of that stature and that power would never have done that Um, she thinks that she was murdered and she provides evidence for why she thinks that Um, but she has a YouTube channel um, Pat Brown if you look her up on YouTube she's she's just very um, very to the point and I just feel like she really knows what she's talking about um, and she's talked about like the John Bonet Ramsey case, and there was a video that just came out today about the John Bonet Ramsey case, and um, how somebody was talking about it yesterday, and she was basically disproving what they had said about it. Um, she's like, "This doesn't make any sense what they said here, and this just isn't following along with anything." Um, you know, she's very, she's very to the point, and she points out when things aren't making any sense whatsoever and people who are just guessing, pulling at straws. Um, Because a lot of true crime TV shows, that's what they do. They're like, oh, well, he he blinked his eye twice um, because he's so anxious because he did it. And she's like, no, 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 that's... He just blinked his eye twice. Um, You know, she's very very logical. Um, She doesn't get into the, oh, wow, look at this, or... Oh, this is a, this is because he he was abandoned by his mother as a child and blah blah blah. And she's not into any of that. She's she really she gets to the heart of things much quicker, and she's much more thorough and practical and common sense. She's not there to like put on a big show um, or be like you know outrageous or anything and try to get your attention. But she's really good at uh, what she does, I think. But I mostly wanted to come on today and just. Uh, since Cuomo had mentioned that PTS, I wanted to just kind of 
explain how I think looking at that way can help. Um, and again, I don't know how many more episodes I'll do on here because I, I still do plan to end my podcast because I felt like I've, I've reached a plateau. Um, but I am just waiting for those tax papers. Um, something in writing related to this podcast. But I did actually have a conversation with somebody in like um, online and I took a screenshot of what they were messaging me and they basically already confirmed that I don't owe any taxes because I don't I don't do ads on here and I don't you know I make like minuscule like not even a hundred dollars you know over a three-year period you know it's like super minuscule um you know it's just uh I just don't do ads because that's just not what I do um I work two jobs um so that's what I do and then I do this just for kind of educational purposes I guess you could call it um, I really just started doing this podcast because I don't really know anybody else that talks about complex PTSD or PTSD. But um, again, I wanted to share some of the stuff about PTS and I wanted to make that correction to that book title. Um, that's mostly what I wanted to share. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.